You're listening to LaSalle College Radio, 102.9 WLAS. I'm your host, Ashley Medeiros. What you're about to hear is a pre-recorded interview with Tony Decker of Toronto-based folk band Great Lakes Swimmers. So first of all, I just once again wanted to thank you for calling in. I understand you guys have a tour coming up, and I know that can be quite busy. So thank you so much for taking the time to call in. You're welcome, uh, so kind of the, the quiet before the storm right now. So. Oh, nice, nice. I know you guys are kicking it off soon in Ontario. And then April 30th, you'll be coming our way to Northampton, which will be before your show in Cambridge on May 2nd. Is this mm-hmm. your first time coming around this area, or have you been before? Um, we played at the Iron Horse a bunch of times in Northampton, but um, uh, this will be our first show at the parlor, I think. Um, so, yeah, we've been in, in the Northeast, and... and um, we played the Middle East a bunch in, in, um, in Cambridge as well. So um, we haven't been on the road for a couple of years, though. So. so what are you looking forward to most on tour? Uh, well, it, I mean, we're really excited about the new album and the new songs. And, you know, I have this, like, nervous anxiety right now because the album's not going to be released for about another two or three weeks. So it's not actually out yet. <laughs> so I'm in that kind of time period where it's like the songs have been done for a while now and are getting pressed up, and, and we'll get to share them with people for the first time starting at the end of April. So, um, yeah, just really super excited that the band is, is really strong, and our, our lineup is really good. We have a new drummer who's adding a lot to the group, and uh, yeah, just generally, um, you know, just kind of a, a general nervous excitement about sharing the songs with people, and that's what I kind of like about it is, you should, I feel like you sort of start a conversation with people when you Yeah, definitely. Um, I can certainly see you guys being very well received in both Northampton and Cambridge. I'm a huge fan of one song in particular called Zero in the City off your upcoming album, A Forest of Arms. And um, one thing I actually noticed about that song in particular was it's kind of a different vibe opposed to the other songs that have more of a folk feel. Um, Mm -hmm. So what would you say, if anything, you did differently on this record? Well, we, we went into making the record with more of a focus on the rhythm section. So there's that the, the sort of the drum and bass combo was like how most of the songs came to life. Once I brought them to the band, I spent a lot of time with the drummer and the bass player working out uh, little arrangements and, and ended up just having a lot more of a percussive kind of element to it, I guess. And like kind of a little bit more of a groove, I guess, because of that. Um, because if we're playing, you know, sort of hear how like I can definitely hear um how like the percussion is heavier in that song as opposed to the others and I think yeah. it's great I love that song I've been listening to it a lot lately <laughs> oh, thank you very much um 
So when you guys write, do you particularly go for a certain vibe, or do you just kind of let the magic happen naturally? Yeah, I mean, it, like I, I'm basically the songwriter for the band, and and uh, I, I I try to bring mostly finished songs to to the group, and then we, we sort of work on the arrangements and things and the instrumentation, and really listen to what the song calls for. Um, so, and I wouldn't say that there's really a concept, but it is it is like a collection of songs that been sort of percolating over the last couple of years and we, we just picked the best ones that seem to go well together and, and that create a bit of a dynamic on their album as well so that it, it doesn't all sound exactly the same. Um, I, I think that there's a lot of different, it's, it's more like a journey, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. from the beginning to the end where, you know, um, there's, there's some quiet moments and, and, and some poetic moments and introspective moments, but there's also there's also some more upbeat, upbeat songs that also, you know, that are also thoughtful as well, I guess. Yeah. Um, so who would you say your biggest influences are? Um, I don't know. That's kind of a tough one, but I always kind of revert back to Leonard Cohen, you know, especially being a Canadian songwriter. I, I think that, you know, and, and having kind of grown up with his music, it's one of those things where that's, to me, like, the, really the high mark of, of um, you know, songwriting. I, I, I absolutely admire and, and respect uh, his, his body of work that, you know, just is continually just at such a high level of, of, um, of, of uh, poetry and, and, uh, and songwriting. Um, yeah, I, I would say, you know, maybe not necessarily influenced by but but definitely inspired by awesome um so i know you guys already have like a big following in canada and i know that you've been trying to expand on that popularity since signing with network and releasing sorry i might butcher this name on giara yeah, I say it with a hard G, so Ongiara. Hard G, yeah. Okay, um. awesome. <laughs> um, so since releasing that and signing with Network in 2007, have you noticed a rise in your popularity? Well, I, I don't know. It's not really the kind of thing that I keep tabs on. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we did a lot of touring between the years of roughly 2005 and 2010, um, and during those years we played uh, like South by Southwest every year. We did we did a lot of touring with different bands in the U.S. as well. So um, I feel like we've like we've got like a, uh, an audience that is it's not a huge audience, but it's but I feel like people that are in the know and like know our music and have known us for over the years like are really dedicated to it. And and like I feel like we have like really awesome like hardcore fans that are that are you know, really the band has been following us for a long time. So it's kind of actually a nice thing to have, like, a dedicated group, you know, so. That's good to have. Like you said, I mean, it's always good to know that you're going to see certain people somewhere or that you'll just always have at least, like, those fans that are following you, keeping tabs on you, because it's, it's nice to know you have an audience to rely on, I assume. <laughs> yeah, totally. And, that, and we built that. We've been on the road now for about 10 years, so it's nice to have built that up over time, for sure. And the Northeast in particular has been really good, good to us. Kind of off topic, and this is my last question, but I've always gotten some pretty interesting answers to this question, so I have to ask, what was the strangest experience, if any, that you've had on tour? Oh, man. Uh, there's been so many. <laughs> I've just never gone to one. Um, 
Jeez, I don't know. I mean, I, when, this is years ago. One time we ended up, I was I was opening for a band, and we, I joined the tour in Arizona somewhere, and we ended up playing a show at this kind of like, um, I want to say it was kind of like a commune. I'm not sure how the show got booked. I was only the opener at the time. And uh, so, you know, it was kind of like there was this kind of big communal dinner beforehand, and and it was a really, um, uh, uh, a, a really sort of strange offshoot, you know, of a religion of this own, you know, this, this guy invented. And and that was, uh, this was a long time ago, I have to say again. <laughs> and I was just doing solo at the time because the first great, like, Summer's album was essentially a solo album. But, um, yeah, somehow it ended up in this environment, and it was the first show with this band that I was going to be touring with for two weeks. And one by one, they all kind of came to me and kind of said under their breath, like, uh, you know, don't worry, we, we don't know what's going on here either. You know, they're <laughs> this stuff booked, and they're like, please don't think we're weird. Um, <laughs> you know, they're like, this isn't the, this isn't the tour of, of, you know, called Communists. And so they had to kind of, like, put that, put that out there kind of in their own quiet way and um it ended up being a great tour but it was a really it was a really strange uh really strange way to start a tour that's for sure yeah i can totally see that like almost setting the tone until everyone comes to you individually and it's like this is not online. yeah exactly that was the only uh commune on the tour yeah well that's good i'm glad you made it out alive <laughs> yeah totally well, all right. That's all I got. So thank you again so much. Best of luck on tour. And to our audience, you've just heard from Tony of Great Lakes Swimmers on 102.9 WLAS. And if you like what you hear, their new album, A Forest of Arms, is available for pre-order now and set to release on April 21st. Also, be sure to check them out at the Sinclair in Cambridge coming up on May 2nd. Tickets are available now.